Betrayal. Violation of a person's trust or confidence of a moral standard. The act of betraying someone or something or the fact of being betrayed. Betrayal is something that we don't talk about a lot in the mental health circles. We have phrases like PTSD. We use phrases like trauma. We use phrases like toxic. But there is a specific feeling that comes with betrayal or being betrayed or even being the betrayer. The guest this week talks specifically about the work that she has done to help people work through betrayal and what she's doing now at PBT, our post-betrayal transformation. Let's start the show. Another episode of the Relatively Normal Podcast. I am your host, Mark Paisant. Thank you for listening. Thank you for rocking with me. And as always, if you would like to become a paid subscriber to the show, always go to anchor.fm, search for Relatively Normal, and hit that money button, and you you can become a paid subscriber. For as little as 99 cents a month. And also, this show is brought to you by 6AM Run and 6AMRun.com. Head over there for a great selection of what I believe is the best running supplements and apparel on the planet. Use Relatively Normal Podcasts and check out to receive 20% off of your order. So this week's guest, let's see, where do I start? She is a holistic psychologist. She's a mindset speaker. She is an author. She is a mentor. And she uses all of her resources to help people heal from post Betrayal Syndrome. Now, for those of you who haven't heard of this, you would be just like me. But our guest, Dr. Debbie Silber, S-I-L-B-E-R, is the founder of the PBT, Post-Betrayal Transformation Institute. And she is an author. She has written the book, Trust Again, and then two international bestsellers, The Unshaken Woman and From Hardened to Healed. She has her own podcast. It's called From Betrayal to Breakthrough. And it's a really popular and really good podcast. You should definitely take a listen to it. 
So her recent PhD study on how we experience betrayal made three groundbreaking discoveries that changed how long it takes to heal. She's been on Fox, CBS, she's been a TED talker, and she is an award-winning speaker and coach dedicated to helping people move past their betrayals as well as any other blocks preventing them from the health, work, relationships, confidence, and happiness they want most. And the thing that makes this all amazing, other than the fact that she's on my show, I mean, that's that's number one, right? But the thing that makes this amazing is that this is something that personally affected her. And she speaks about this. She speaks openly about this. And I'll let her do most of the talking, but the words she used to describe how she felt about her betrayal, deeply ashamed and embarrassed, didn't want to talk about it, kept it to herself. All she wanted to do was take care of her kids, her clients, her dog, and then crash. She basically wanted to keep it all inside. And through all this, one day, it all just came rushing back. He blacked out and landed in the ER. So, one, this is my first TED Talker that I've had on the show, and I'm really excited about that. She is amazing. Dr. Debbie Silver is amazing. You'll really appreciate this conversation we had. And she'll talk about so many things I think people need to hear about because we lump betrayal into just a general form of trauma. We lump past breakups, infidelities, um, empty promises, childhood betrayal. We dump all of this stuff into just a big, big group of just trauma that we've gone through. Or actually, we need to take specific steps to get past these things and learn how to live our life how we want to and she has taken what she has gained taken the knowledge she has and created a website created books created a community she has created a way that people can work with others who have gone through a lot of people in her with her coaching in her classes have gone through betrayal They've gone through the process. They've gone through her program, and now they want to give back. You can find her at the pbtinstitute.com, where you can go on and take a quick quiz to see how you're dealing with any betrayal. And you can see her speaking engagements. You can read her blog. You can find a link to her podcast. So once we get back from this break, I'm going to sit down and talk to Dr. Debbie Silver about PBT and what she's doing to help those going through betrayal. So we'll see you right after the break.
Hey, thanks for listening to my podcast. I want to take a moment to talk about 6AM Run and 6AMRun.com. If you have followed my mental and physical health journey, you know that I love to run. I believe it saved my life. That is why I want you to know about 6AM Run. With over 10,000 five-star reviews, it won't be hard for you to see why it's one of the highest rated nutrition brands on the market. Their mission is simple. 6AM Run believes in improving everyone's physical ability to not only have motion, but stay in motion. All this while creating an amazing, supportive, surrounding community. With great flavors like watermelon, fruit punch, raspberry iced tea, and my personal favorite, pop and candy, you'll find out that it doesn't matter where you start. One block, one mile, or one marathon. 6AM Run products guarantee you finish. 6AM Run helps fitness enthusiasts through their unique, all-natural blends of hydrating nutrition. Their products provide the fuel needed to achieve breakthroughs in performance. In fact, 6AM Run sets the standard for nutrition. Check them out today by selecting the link in the show notes for an added 20% off of your purchase. I am sure you will enjoy their products as much as I have. Now let's get back to the show. We are back on the program again. I think you're really going to enjoy the guest that we have this week. It's Dr. Debbie Silber. And I've kind of said a little bit about who she is and, and what she does. But, Doctor, thank you so much for being a part of the show. If you don't mind, go ahead and just introduce yourself. Of course. And it's, I'm looking forward to our conversation. It's actually my 30th year in business. And as life would change, so would business. So it was health and then mindset and then personal development. And then I had a really painful betrayal from my family, thought I did everything I needed to do to heal from that. And then it happened again a few years later. This time it was my husband. Anybody who's been through that, you're shocked, you're blindsided, you're devastated. Well, that was the deal breaker. So got him out of the house and looked at the two experiences thinking, okay, well, what's similar to these two? Of course me, but what else? And I realized, you know, boundaries were always getting crossed. I never took my own needs seriously. And I'm one of those people that believe if nothing changes, nothing changes. So here it was, four kids, six dogs, a thriving business. And I said, you know what? I'm going back for a PhD. And uh, I didn't know how I was going to pay for it, manage the time. It was in transpersonal psychology, the psychology of transformation and human potential. I was just changing so much. I didn't quite understand it. He was too, wasn't ready to look at that. And then it was time to do a study. So I studied betrayal. What holds us back? What helps us heal? And what happens to us physically, mentally, and emotionally when the people closest to us lie, cheat, and deceive? That study led to three groundbreaking discoveries, which changed my health, my family, my work, my life. And that is just, you know, thank you so much for, for opening up like that. And, and I really appreciate it. And in, in your opinion, what makes betrayal unique? What makes it different from other forms of deception or other uh, things that affect people's mental health. Why is betrayal unique and why did you uh, want to just specify that in, in what you do? Mm -hmm. That was actually the first discovery. You know, originally I was studying betrayal and post-traumatic growth. And for those who aren't familiar, post I kind of look at post-traumatic growth as the upside of trauma, how any trauma, death of a loved one, disease, 
natural disaster, whatever, leaves you with a new awareness, insight, perspective that you didn't have. But I had been through death of a loved one and I'd actually been through disease. And I was like, nope, this feels different for me. I didn't want to assume it was the same for everybody. So I asked all my study participants, if you've been through other traumas besides betrayal, is it different for you? Unanimously, they said, it's so different. And here's why. Because it feels so intentional, we take it so personally. So the, the entire self gets shattered. You know, think about it. Rejection, abandonment, belonging, confidence, worthiness, trust, they're shattered. So yeah, you need to rebuild your life, but you also need to rebuild yourself. So I coined a new term, post-betrayal transformation. That's the complete and total rebuild of your life and yourself after an experience with betrayal. And so thank you for mentioning that. So what's Mm -hmm. post-betrayal syndrome and how do we know if we have it? Yeah. Well, that's, that was the second discovery. And what was discovered was that there's this collection of symptoms, physical, mental, and emotional, so common to to betrayal. It's now known as post-betrayal syndrome. And I'm happy to share what it looks like, but, uh, one thing we've had about 80,000 plus people take our post-betrayal syndrome quiz on our site to see to what extent they're struggling. The first thing is we've all been taught time and told time heals all wounds. I have the proof that when it comes to betrayal, that's not true. There's a, a question on the quiz that says, is there anything else you'd like to share? People write things like my betrayal happened 35 years ago and I'm willing to trust my betrayal happened 40 years ago. I can still feel the hate. So we know that you cannot count on time. You cannot count on a new relationship to heal betrayal. It needs to be deliberate and intentional. But every few months I pull the stats from the quiz just to see where people land. Happy to share them if you want to hear them. I would love to, yes. Okay, because that would be really awkward if you said no. <laughs> I, it would be, yes. I, and I wouldn't do that too. Yes, I do want to hear it. <laughs> okay. All right. So now imagine men, women, just about every country's represented about 80,000 people. 78% constantly revisit their experience. 81% feel a loss of personal power. 80% are hypervigilant. I mean, that's just exhausting. 94% deal with painful triggers. And those triggers can just take you right down. The most common physical symptoms. 71% have low energy. 68% have sleep issues. 63% have extreme fatigue. Your adrenals have tanked. 47% have weight changes. So in the beginning, maybe you can't hold food down. Later on, you're using food for comfort. 45% have digestive issues. That could be anything from Crohn's, IBS, diverticulitis, you name it. The most common mental symptoms. 78% are overwhelmed. 70% are walking around in a state of disbelief. 68% are unable to focus. 64% are in shock. 62% can't concentrate. So imagine you can't concentrate. You have a gut issue. You're exhausted. You still have to work. You still have to raise your kids. That's not even the emotional issues. Emotionally, 88% experience extreme sadness. 83% are really angry. You can bounce back and forth between those two emotions all day long. 82% feel hurt. 80% have anxiety. 79% are stressed, just a few more. Here's why I wrote the book, Trust Again. 84% have an inability to trust. 67% prevent themselves from forming deep relationships because they're afraid of being hurt again. 82% find it hard to move forward. 90% want to move forward, but they don't know how. That is just, 
it's it's mind-boggling those numbers just to to hear how high they are and how how often we're seeing people probably suffer in silence because either they don't want to talk about it or they don't know exactly what how to talk about it or what to even say um and i'm sure you've seen people who are in denial about this oh i'm fine i'll get over it i just need time heals all wounds i just need a a, a couple days you know when you see somebody in that denial phase you know what are things they can do how do they open up how can how can we help them how can they help themselves get out of that kind of denial phase and actually be as you said intentional about Mm -hmm. um you know getting through this Yeah, I'll tell you exactly how they can do that. Just before we leave about the quiz, what's even more staggering about those numbers, and like you said, they're very high. You didn't hear me say 20%, 30%. What's even crazier is these aren't necessarily from a recent betrayal. This could be from your parent who did something when you were a kid. This could be from the girlfriend or boyfriend who broke your heart in high school. So now imagine this, that that person may not know, care, or even remember. They may not even be alive. And here we are walking around with all those symptoms because of something like that. I mean, that's the tragedy right there. But to answer your question, that was the third discovery. And what we discovered was while we can stay stuck for years, decades, a lifetime, and most people do, if we're going to fully heal, and by fully heal, I mean symptoms of post-betrayal syndrome, like I just shared, to that whole rebuilt place of post-betrayal transformation, we're going to go through five now proven predictable stages. What's even more exciting about that is we know what happens physically, mentally, and emotionally at every stage. And we know what it takes to move from one stage to the next. So healing is entirely predictable. And I'm happy to share the five stages if you want to hear them. I think that's a perfect segue. Let's go through them. I think it'd be great. Okay. They're all mapped out in trust again. It's it's what our coaches are all certified in. It's what we teach within the PBT Institute, but here's a distilled version of it right here. So stage one is like a setup stage, and this is before it happens. And if you can imagine four legs of a table, the four legs being physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. What I saw with everybody, me too, was a real heavy lean on the physical and the mental, thinking and doing, and kind of neglecting or ignoring the emotional and the spiritual, feeling and being. If a table only has two legs, it's easy for that table to topple over. That's us. Stage two, shock, trauma, D-Day, discovery day. This is the scariest of all of the stages. And it's the breakdown of the body, the mind, and the worldview. Right here, you've ignited the stress response. You're headed for every single stress-related symptom, illness, condition, disease. Your mind is in in such, such a state of chaos and overwhelm. You cannot wrap your mind around what you just learned. Makes no sense. Your worldview has just been shattered. Your worldview is your mental model. The rules that govern us, that prevent chaos. Trust this person. Don't go there. You know, this is how life works. And in one earth shattering moment, every rule you've been following is no longer. The bottom's bottomed out and a new bottom hasn't been formed yet. So this is terrifying. But think about it. If the bottom were to bottom out on you, what would you do? you grab hold of anything you could to stay safe and stay alive. That's stage three. Survival instincts emerge. It's the most practical out of all of the stages. If you can't help me, get out of my way. How do I survive this? Who can I trust? How do I feed my kids? Here's the trap though. Stage three by far is the most common place to get stuck. And here's why. Once you've figured out how to survive your experience, because it feels so much better 
than the shock and trauma of where you just came from, we think it's good. We're like, okay, I got this. And because we don't know there's anywhere else to go, we don't know there's a stage four or stage five. Transformation doesn't even begin until stage four. But because we don't know there's anywhere else to go, we start planting roots here. We start parking here and four things happen. The first thing is you start getting all those small self benefits from being here. You get your story, you get sympathy from everybody, you know, you get someone to blame, you get a target for your anger. On some level that kind of works and it feels good. So you plant deeper roots. You're not supposed to, but you don't know. And now because you're here longer than you should be, the mind starts going to work and you hear things like in your mind, uh, well, maybe you're not all that great. Maybe you deserved it. Maybe this, maybe that. So you plant deeper roots. You don't know, but this is what you're doing now because these are the thoughts you're thinking. Well, this is the energy you're putting out like energy attracts like energy. So now you're calling situations and circumstances and relationships towards you to confirm. Yep. This is where you belong. It gets worse, but I promise I'll get you out of here because it feels so bad, but you don't know there's anywhere else to go right here is where you resign yourself. You're like, this stinks, but I have to get through my day, right? I have to just go to work, whatever. So right here, we start using food, drugs, alcohol, work, TV, keeping busy, whatever, to numb, avoid, and distract ourselves. So think about it. You do it for a day, a week, a month. Now it's a habit, a year, 10 years, 20 years. And I can see someone 20 years out and say that drinking you're doing, that emotional eating, that numbing in front of the TV. Do you think that has anything to do with your betrayal? And they would look at me like I'm crazy. It would say it happened 20 years ago. All they did was put themselves in stage three and stay there. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, I definitely can. I'm, I'm, as you're explaining this, I'm, it's clear as day what you're saying. And it seems stage three seems really comfortable. I, I think comfortable is the right word and people can get stuck there. That that's it. But that's all it is. It's only familiar. That's it. That, and, and I found it so crazy. I'm like, you've been through the worst of it already. You owe it to yourself to move completely through. So from hardened to healed, my most recent book is just for stage three. I mean, because I couldn't believe how many people get stuck in this one spot. Anyway, if you are willing to let go of the small self benefits, grieve, mourn the lust, bunch of things you need to do, you move to stage four. Stage four is finding and adjusting to a new normal. So here's where you acknowledge, I can't undo what happened, but I control what I do with it. In that decision alone, you turn down the stress response. You're not healing just yet but at least you just stopped the massive damage you'd been creating when you were in stages two and stage three. Stage four feels like if you've ever moved, if you've ever moved to like a new house, office, condo, apartment, anything, you don't have all your stuff there. It's not quite cozy yet, but you're like, okay, okay, we got this. We can do this. It feels like that. But what's so interesting about stage four is if you were to move, you don't take everything with you. You know, you don't take those things that you're like, I've outgrown that. That doesn't fit. And that doesn't seem like the new me. If your friends weren't there for you right here, you've outgrown them. And I hear all the time people say, what the heck? I've had these friends 10, 20, 30 years. Is it me? Yes, it is. You're undergoing a transformation. And if they don't rise, they don't come. Very common. If you're like, what the heck is happening with my friendships? That's what's likely going on. Anyway, when you're in this mental space, you're making it cozy, you're making it mentally home, you move into the fifth most beautiful stage. And this is healing, rebirth, and a new worldview. The body starts to heal. 
self-love, self-care, eating well, exercise, stuff like that. You didn't have the bandwidth for that earlier. Now you do. The mind is healing. You're making new rules. You're making new boundaries based on the road you just traveled. And you have a new worldview based on everything you see so clearly now. And the four legs of the table, in the beginning, it was all about the physical and the mental. By this point, we are solidly grounded because we're focused on the emotional and the spiritual too. Those are the five stages. And I love it. I love how um, simple yet complex it is. And uh, one of the parts that I really love, I'm glad you said it, is about the friendships that we keep. And it's very easy for us to hold on to toxic relationships because, you know, it might make us feel comfortable. We don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, but that's, that's part of this process. And no one said it was going to be easy. There's parts of this that I can tell as you're saying it may feel easy, but then there's parts that are going to be hard. And, and this is a form of, like you said, self-care. And that's hard for a lot of people. And I think bringing your friendships and relationships and making them smaller, some people don't see that as self-care, but it, it actually is. Like it, making your circle smaller a lot of the time with people who really want to be there for you can be difficult. And I'm, I'm, I'm sure you've had plenty of discussions with people about that specific part. Mm -hmm, absolutely. And you know what I, what I see also, and I, and this sounds so crazy, people will sabotage their healing because they don't want to outgrow someone. And that happens all the time. So here they are, let's say they've been betrayed, right? And, and healing may very likely mean they see that person for who they are. See, and, and so they'll sabotage themselves because it's unfamiliar. You know, betrayal will show you who someone truly is. It also has the opportunity to wake them up to who they temporarily, temporarily became. And the idea is, and what we do within the PBT Institute is we get the betrayed person to their physical, mental, and emotional best. Now we also have a rebuild program. It's a new program that gets the betrayer if they want to their place too, the, their best too. Then you meet up again here. But what happens so often is the betrayed person starts doing this, but they're committed to this person and they keep sabotaging themselves, but they like it here. So they're like, well, why can't they do this? Well, they're not ready. So eventually what happens is they get this, you know, where they're like, Ooh, you know, I don't know what's happening to you. And this person's like, Ooh. so the idea is you get to here and whether it's this person or this, something new will show up because this is where you live. And rebuilding is always a choice. Whether you rebuild yourself and move on, that's what I did with my family. It wasn't an option to rebuild with them. Or if the situation lends itself, if you're willing, if you want to, you rebuild something from the ground up new with the person who hurt you. And that's what I did with my husband. So as two totally transformed people, um, we married each other again. New rings, new bows. <laughs> And that is that's that's amazing. And I kind in in I kind of want to talk a little bit about the betrayer side of it. Um, mm -hmm. We've kind of talked about the steps and the process for the betrayed, but how is it different for the betrayer? Because I can only imagine that there's people out there who really they don't care if they hurt somebody, and there's people out there who, after a couple months, couple years, they really feel bad, or maybe immediately, but yeah. they they want to they want to rebuild either that relationship or maybe just feel better about themselves. What does that process look like for the betrayer? 
Yeah, it's a very different process. It's intense. It's as intense as it is for the betrayed, but it's very different. You know, and there I look at it like there are two two kinds of betrayers. You know, there is the one that has no empathy, no remorse, no regret. I'm not talking about them. You know, they're not in, in their current level of consciousness, whatever's going on in their lives, they are not able or willing to to do the work or have the interest to heal. I'm not talking about them. But there are the people who realize, oh my gosh, I, I just blew up, you know, the heart, the heart and the and the faith and the trust of the very person or the very people that trusted in me. That's a different type of person. So, you know, the person who has the whatever it takes attitude. Now, here's the thing. The person they hurt may not have the least bit of interest. It still doesn't matter. Now they're doing it for their sake. So they become a better person. So they become someone they're proud of. And so we teach them exactly what it takes to, whether it's, you know, rebuild with that other person. Again, no guarantees. The person that, that has been betrayed, this is what we're doing. We're getting them on a fast, fast track to heal, but we're going to get the betrayer, the betrayer to that place. Never know what's going to happen up here, but very often it's, it's a power couple because in the beginning it was like both of them were coming from a place of lack. You know, this person was missing something. This person was missing something and there is never an excuse for betrayal, but you know, it just, it, it made everything crash and burn. And the beauty is, people say beauty, she's crazy. No, the beauty is you can't just patch it up. It doesn't work. But when everything's leveled, now you can build something that would not have the opportunity to exist had that not happened. That is that is just, uh, it's, so, it's so good to hear. It really is so good to hear that you're looking at this from both perspectives. Because you mentioned a word, empathy, that um, a lot of us just don't, realize we could we could use a lot more often and i love the fact that um we're not condoning what was done we're not saying we're not letting anybody off the hook but we're saying we'll help you heal at the same time so i love that part of it and again i'm talking with dr debbie uh, silber and i want to give you some time talk about the pbt institute talk about pbt pbtinstitute.com what people can find there what made you get to this point where you said I'm going to I'm going to create this I'm going to do this and it's a beautiful website you've done a great job with it um, you can take the quiz as you said you can look at your um, your blogs and and your all the books you've done and your videos so kind of walk through that website and what people can expect from it yeah, thank you. Well, it happened because when the when the five stages showed up, I'm like, you can't go making discoveries and just go back to business as usual. So I put the, the five stages in a program and it blew up. And then everyone wanted to work with me. And I'm like, well, how, how do I do that? So I created this certification because I wanted doctors, coaches, healers, therapists to be able to take the five stages to their clients and patients. And then I thought about it and I said, you know, I did the research. I know what works. I know the, you need the right type of support because the wrong type of support does more harm than good. Like I know what works and what doesn't work from the study participants, from me, from all, from what the research proved. Like, well, what would happen if we put everything that works under one roof, excluding everything the research proved doesn't work? Doesn't work. That's the PBT Institute. So in there, we have uh, our certified coaches teaching live daily classes we have, and they all specialize in different things, narcissism, reconciliation, divorce, chronic pain, 
uh, addiction, all kinds of great stuff. Growth. We have our self-paced programs so people can move through the five stages. Um, I mean, we have, there's so much master classes with experts that you just can't get time with, but they just want to serve our community. Open Q&A with me. Um, private sessions with our coaches. There's nothing like it. It's an incredible space. And all we do is people come in at either stage two or stage three. We quickly assess where they're at and then they're on that track. They watch certain classes, work with certain coaches to get them to the next stage, the next stage, the next stage. And then they graduate when they're you know through a stage five. And what does, uh, what does graduation look like? What do you guys do for that, that point in somebody's uh, transformation? Yeah. Oh, that's so fun. I mean, for me, that's, that's my specialty. That's when I love working with that member who is really like they work through such significant trauma. And now I can't tell you how many new levels of health, new uh, relationships, new businesses are, are birthed in that stage four, stage five. The PBT Institute, that's a stage five thing. You're just ready for a whole different level. And we have uh, special programs just to make sure that person moves through their trauma into their transformation and beyond. They're not meant to be with us for a really long time. Uh, a lot of times they become our coaches just because they, you know, they transform so much. Wow. They just want to share it. Yeah. That, I mean, that's the best type of coach to have. Someone who's been through it before and someone who can empathize with a person at any stage. Um, and they can tell somebody, I know you feel good at stage three. I know you, I know it feels comfortable, but we got more work to do. So I love that. Um, so before I, this has been amazing. And, and before I let you go, I kind of want to let you plug, uh, yourself. So I've mentioned the books and the website. How can people get more information about you? How can they follow you online? How do they get a hold of you? You know, really everything is at the PBT as in post-betrayal transformation, the pbtinstitute.com. And like I said, everybody, it's it's a very it's a great looking website. It is very easy to use and you can go on there and, and take a quiz. So before I let you go. And that's just the forward yeah. site. That's not even the community. That, that, oh exactly. <laughs> talk we'll talk about that. Talk about the community. Yeah, the, I mean, the, the site that you see, mm -hmm. that's just the forward-facing site once you mm -hmm. get into the community. I mean, mm -hmm. it, it is all the, just the, it's taken us two years to get wow. it just off the ground to this level and just we, the tweaking, the changing and, and just the, uh, just, just the logic that goes to creating this amazing experience. Uh, but we have like the minute someone comes in, we have our client care specialist who has a personal real life one-on-one -on -one call with someone to show them around because we didn't want anybody to feel awkward or uncomfortable. We have our, our a community engagement manager who hosts, it's something called the PBT Cafe where members, you know, get together every morning to just like do something inspirational. I mean, there is, it is so thought out and uh, we have an incredible charity program um, where every month we, I, I take the first month of every a portion of the first month of everybody's um, tuition and put it towards charity. We choose a member of the month. Someone who's just working hard showing up. The member of the month gets to decide to which charity those funds go, or they can decide to donate a scholarship to someone who uh, otherwise wouldn't be able to afford the community. So that member is feeling so good because just because they're working hard, it's serving other people. So there's so much going on in there and it's uh, it's um, it's an incredible space. That is just amazing. And the last thing I want to get from you is someone listening, someone who's been on the website, someone who says, mm -hmm. I, I, I kind of want to do it. I know I've been hurt 
um, I've been betrayed. How, what do you tell that person who, who is afraid to take the first step by just going to the site, just signing up? What do you say to that person who has been betrayed but doesn't really know how to take that step? I get it. And first of all, I would say, I get it. I've been there. It is the worst feeling ever, but I promise you stage five feels really good. I didn't do anything anybody else couldn't do. And now there's a roadmap, a simple roadmap for it to take you further. You can't have what you want doing the same things you've done. You just can't. So it's going to take doing something different. And we're all, we've all been there. We are all here to help you hold your hand, move you through, uh, just move you through the stages where, where life begins. And there's a version of you so healthy, so confident, so healed, so strong. And that version of you is not hanging out in stage two and stage three. The strength is because you've been in stage two and stage three. Let us help you get you to four and five. That is amazing. Dr. Debbie Silver, thank you so much for being a part of the show. Um, Congratulations on all your success, and thank you for the work that you're doing. And I want to say I appreciate your vulnerability and opening up about what's happened to you. So thank you so much. I wish you nothing but success in the future. Thank you so much. Shout out to our guest this week, Dr. Debbie Silber, for coming on the show and talking about betrayal, what it looks like, how her program can help, and how it's helped her in the past. As always, Relatively Normal is written, produced, and edited by me, Mark Paisant. And if you or someone you know is in crisis, please contact the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline by dialing 988 on any phone.